0: that's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW group void We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome back to the Bloviating Zeppelin's Berserk Bobcat Saloon. Doing the job the American media maggots won't. Fundamentally changing America one diaper at a time. Here is, courtesy of the SHR Media Network, the bloviating zeppelin.
2: I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to the bloviating Zeppelins Berserk Bobcat Saloon Radio Show, live and direct right here from the SHR, I'm sorry, the sumptuous and palatial SHR Media Network, and Resplendent, Resplendent, let's not forget Resplendent, because it is, and I'm here, and it's a darkened studio, because it's late at night. Get a belly up to the bar. We've kept your seat. It's great to see you back. Tonight is, wow, the first of October, the year of our Lord 2019, October already. October already. Kelly. Hey, she's back to be her bartendress tonight. She pours with the best of them. The lava lamp is in fact lighted too. Let me see, that's my right. That's right. There it is right there. My right, your left meaning that you can watch the show on the SHR Media Facebook page and the SHR Media YouTube channel and listen and chat in the official, the official chat room at shrmedia.com. Got to tell you, we don't water our drinks just like we don't water our conversation. Politics, religion, crime, culture, economics, race, sex, science, law, We talk about it all here at the saloon. Nothing is sacred. The speech is free, but the booze, she is not. All we ask is that you flush the toilet, jiggle the handle, and don't forget to tip your waitress. Tonight, kind of a solo act. Kind of the act you've known for all these years. And no, it's not Sergeant Pepper. And I haven't had him on the show for a while. It's Kaiser Schuff. Kind of doing the riffing with each other, kind of uh, riffing with each other, off each other kind of thing. Um, that's going to be doing going for, uh, for the full two hours, and we're glad you're here. Since I've been gone, wait a minute, i <laughs> I got to tell you this. Uh, Kaiser, my good friend, give me a call in. Uh, I got to tell you this. I am a great uh, fan of Black Sabbath. So just before the show, as I'm putting everything together, I'm going through some old Black Sabbath songs. And I was playing uh, through YouTube. I was playing and listening to Fairies Wear Boots. Dude, that dates to 1970. Black Sabbath was cool, way cool in 1970. Then I was listening to their 2017 farewell concert, listening to Ozzy, um, listening to Tony Iommi. Tony Iommi is is kind of a, a weird but really really cool dude, because Tony Iommi uh, he plays he he frets right and plectrums left. So where most guitarists, if you're watching on video, would be playing like this. Tony Iommi of Black Sabbath plays like this. So he frets with his right hand and then plucks or plectrum with his left hand. And if you look at his right hand, and very few people notice this, Tony Iommi is missing the tips of two fingers. And he has two very special, uh, gosh, I'm not sure I know what you would call them, but maybe... Uh, Some little tips that he had manufactured just for that so that he can fret appropriately. And he lost them in an industrial accident uh, in the 50s, if I'm not mistaken, uh, when he was doing that kind of stuff in England. Ah. Oh, and the other thing is a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, I met uh, Geezer Butler when I was doing some live recording. For the group Status Quo. They're a boogie band from uh, England in the 70s. And I happened to meet the early 70s. And I happened to meet uh, Bond Scott before he passed away, the lead singer of ACDC. And I also met uh, the bass player for Black Sabbath, uh, Geezer Butler. Good times back then. May not remember a whole lot of them, but that's okay because I'm ancient. And decrepit. If I'm not mistaken, I think we have uh, Kaiser Schuff on the line. Do we have Kaiser? Are you there, sir?
3: Oh yes, yeah, sir. How are you doing tonight? And Do- you bringing up Bond Scott made me remember something.
4: Oh, what's that? And he
3: was. I remember the. I remember the date, October twenty first, uh, nineteen seventy nine. I think it was. It might have been seventy eight. Okay. It was my first rock and roll concert. I think I was eleven not 10 was my cousin and it was seeing ACDC at St. John's Memorial uh, basketball where the Ohio state Buckeyes uh, basketball team played and uh, they played a rockin concert. Then it was, and then he died very shortly after it was, it was like a month or two after that.
0: Yeah. He was another one of those people in rock that died uh, way, 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 way too, too early. However, However, the cool thing is that the guy that replaced him, whose name is Brian Johnson, has a different voice. But as far as I'm concerned, he is every bit as good. Now, Brian Johnson, if you don't know him, is kind of a sawed off little guy. Uh, But what an incredible voice. And their return album, Back in Black, was fabulous. It hit like 10 home runs in a row. And it's fuzzy, fuzzy, it's fuzzy, it's funny. Well, first it's fuzzy, then it's fuzzy, funny. Kaiser Schuff, as you mentioned Ohio, <clears throat> I got into progressive rock when myself and a guy named Carl Kimball, we were working at WWSU Radio at Wright State in Ohio, and we decided, he decided, oh,
5: okay.
0: he decided that we were going to see the first United States concert appearance of King Crimson, and they were playing their their first uh, concert of their newest album, Lark's Tongues in Aspic. So we drove from basically, what would that be, like Dayton? We drove from Dayton to Columbus. We went to the Agora Theater in Columbus, Ohio. Right no
3: where it is. Yep. And uh, this is
0: 1973. I remember this to this day, and we sat through. A probably two to two and a half hour concert of nothing but King Crimson, Robert Fripp on guitar, Bill Bruford on drums. And I will never forget that because of the extreme amount of effort that he was putting into the drums, there was a container of oxygen on the floor next to his drummer's seat that he would take hits from every now and then. Or maybe it wasn't Oxygen, I don't know, but I'd like to think that it was Oxygen, but it was an incredible <laughs> concert, an absolutely incredible concert. So, folks, you tuned in for politics, but no, it's Rock Talk with BZ and Kaiser. Welcome to the show. So, Kaiser, how are you doing, sir? Yeah, it's funny that... I'm sorry, go ahead, sir.
3: It's funny, you uh, you mentioned the Agora, and it's now called the Newport Music Hall, and I had a funny riff on that. Uh one of my favorite ska bands it's a uh band out of England called The English Beat. Okay. I saw them in the 80s and uh then I saw them again after I was married so that would have been in the nine, late 90s. Okay. And uh my wife was uh, uh super embarrassed cuz I jumped up on the stage and was dancing with Dave Weekling the uh lead singer. You know, I jumped up and started doing some ska. But yeah, no, that's that's good times, good thought.
0: Do you? Ha- uh, I know this is a silly question, but do you have video? And if you did have video, would you would you be embarrassed?
3: No video, and no, I wouldn't be embarrassed because it was funny. Everybody, I'm like, I don't know. Well, no, it would have been. Yeah, it would have been late '90s because I was in my. I just turned 30, I believe. And uh, as I'm getting off, it was funny. The security guy just comes up, taps me on the shoulder, and points me off the stage. And I walk (laughs) down the steps, and all these other thirty-year-olds are high-fiving me. So it's fun.
0: Okay, another stupid question that just entered my brain: housing group. A uh, long time ago in a galaxy uh, far, far away, I used to do extraditions. And an extradition is when you're a, a law enforcement officer, you would go to another state in order to pick up somebody who was arrested on a warrant from your jurisdiction. And that was what I used to do when I was in warrants. And you'd have a partner and you'd get on an airplane, declare declare your firearm, fly to wherever the hell you were flying. And I went on All sorts of free flights. I love the hell out of extraditions. I love the hell out of being in warrants anyway. But I can remember we went to, it was Christmas Eve. Before I tell you the story, and it is a story, Kaiser Schuff, have you ever sang karaoke? And if you have, was alcohol involved?
3: Well, I've sang karaoke (laughs) in Japan. And uh it was great over there because uh I, I'd sing Love Me Tender. It's the only song I can actually sing. Okay. And it was just funny. I just broke up with my uh fiance for reasons and I was this would have been I was on Iwakuni and we we're down in town, so it's probably Hiroshima area. And uh all these Japanese girls were just oh it was hilarious. Yeah, I have. And alcohol was involved, trust me.
0: Um, yeah, it usually is. And isn't it funny how with alcohol, things just keep getting funnier? And the louder and the more obnoxious you are, the funnier things seem to get. Okay, quick story. It's 1991, 92, right around in there. So myself and my partner are on an extradition. And we're to pick up a guy. We landed one one. We landed the the day before the day before Christmas. So it's it's all it's the next day is Christmas Eve. So we land there and we discover that in this town, Pendleton, Oregon, there's nothing open and we're two young dudes in town we're gonna pick up a bad guy tomorrow and then fly back but in the meantime until we go to the jail the next day the next morning to pick up our our felonious bad guy we're thinking to ourselves selves we need to find some place to drink well it's almost christmas eve and as we we spook around pendleton oregon there ain't no place open none so we go to the the Holiday Inn. Now, that's not where we're, we were staying. For whatever reason, we went to the Holiday Inn. The place is packed because we discovered it's the only place in town. And so we sang karaoke. I sang karaoke uh, until we closed the place down at about 2 a.m. So I sang karaoke. This is my claim to fame. I sang uh, Born to be Wild by Steppenwolf and many other songs. Uh, including The Pusher by Steppenwolf, until 2 a.m., lubricated quite liberally with uh, various potent forms of alcohol, none of which were tequila, I should care to add, and sang karaoke, and everybody there had a great time, and that's my Pendleton karaoke story. I tried to get my partner up on the stage to sing, but nope, he wasn't having any of it. I had a great time. So, Karaoke (laughs) on Christmas, on just about Christmas Eve in Pendleton, Oregon at the Holiday Inn. You can't get any weirder than that. Anyway, we have got a great show. I don't know where we're going. I don't know what we're doing. Kaiser's going to riff off of me and I'm going to riff off of him. Now, I do have some stuff coming up. I do have some audio cuts. I do have some stories. I think we'll probably have enough time to get to some happy stories. We'll be doing the breaks at the bottom and the top of the hour, just like normal. Um, And a programming note. Tonight, I was trying to get um, Kurt Schlichter and Matthew Betley on so that they could riff back and forth with each other. And I thought, if I could just get these two guys on tonight... Then maybe I'll set a precedent. They'll have a great time together, and then maybe I can get them back on the show like once a month, once every couple of months. Because they're both military dudes, they're both authors, they're both conservative, and they're both writing books. Uh, Kurt Schlichter is an attorney. He's a retired army colonel. Uh, Matt Bentley is um, uh, I don't know what he I don't know what rank he retired. Uh, from but he was a he's a, a marine, and so we've got marines, we've got the army. They're both conservative. But Matt Betley, it turns out, he's writing a book right now, so he just didn't have the time. Um, I invited Kurt Schlichter back October fifteenth. So a programming note: Kurt Schlichter is going to be in the saloon October fifteenth. And then uh, another programming note for everybody: Andrew pollock who wrote the book Meadow. His daughter Meadow was killed in Parkland, Florida, uh, to my estimation because of the leftist policies that were there in place because of the Broward County Sheriff et al involved in that. So Andrew Pollack has a book that just came out called Meadow. He's going to be here in the saloon. I've offered him an entire hour. He says he can sum it up in one half hour, but you know me and the full hour, I'm going to try to hold him over. Maybe I make it, maybe I don't. He's going to be here November 7th, that's Thursday, next month. And then in between them, uh, I'm working on a lot of other people and a lot of other things, the likes of which I can't really say right now, but when I'm close, I'll let you know. So Kurt Schlichter is coming, and also uh, Andrew Pollock is coming, author of the book Meadow, and his uh, daughter was killed in the Parkland shooting. I believe that was last year, if I'm not mistaken. Anyway, programming note end. That's. Oh, no, 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 no. That's Scorpio from Dirty Harry, 1971. <clears throat> Tomorrow night, there will be a Sackheads Against Tyranny, a real chat show. In lieu of Sackheads Clint being here. I've decided that we're going to have two very, very secret guests. The show will go on. The show will continue. Tomorrow night, the Sackheads Against Tyranny, a real chat show. Same bat time, same bat channel, 8 p.m. Pacific, 11 p.m. Eastern, right here, shrmedia.com. And then Thursday night,
1: God, I got a lot of stuff. He's got a million of them.
0: Anyway, Thursday night, I've got Adam Kokesh. K-O-K-E-S-H, who is running for 2020 Libertarian President of the United States. Uh, If you looked at his platform, you'll see, wow, it's different, but I'm going to have him on because I want to hear what he has to say. That's one of the things about the saloon that I hope you enjoy is that everybody has a different style, everybody's a little unique, everybody is not the same And uh, libertarians, as I've said before, I'm I'm not a big L libertarian. I'm a little L libertarian. Libertarians lose me as uh, last Thursday night. uh, David Weichel, who is running as a Republican, however, he's been a libertarian, but he's uh, running as a Republican opponent to Lindsey Graham for South Carolina for 2020. And as I indicated uh, with regard to David Weichel, the libertarian, the Big L libertarian does live long and large within him. And if you want to hear Big L libertarian this Thursday night, Adam Kokesh, he'll be here. And I mean, folks, I'm not kidding. Big L. The two places where I disagree with most libertarians is borders and drugs. But that's just on account of all the crazy, wacky things I've seen during the years, Kaiser Schuff, any libertarian living with you, within you, sir, at all?
3: Yeah, small L. Uh, I would say you'll enjoy the interview with Kokesh. I interviewed him, and it, I think it went over a little, little an hour. And uh, his ideals, you'll enjoy them. I, I mean, think there, I will. He's a really decent dude. I met him when uh, he had to, on his presidential bus, uh, he stopped in uh, my town and parked in the Kroger parking lot. And I just happened to see the bus. I was taking a picture of it. And all of a sudden, a guy with a dog comes walking up. And uh, he's like, hey, how's it going? And I looked back and it was Adam Kokesh. Oh, cool. And I talked to him and his manager. And that's how I got him on my show
0: outstanding outstanding now my wife if she were here the first thing out of her mouth would be okay kaiser what kind of a dog
3: oh it was a uh if i remember right a, i think it was like a lab mix of some sort uh there's a picture on my page so uh his little head sticking up you know about hip heights it was like a lab mixed with something i can't i don't know you have to ask him okay that
0: darn it i should have asked you this after i introduced you um on your social media any place that you'd like to let people know where you can be found on social media and also uh tell people about your show you also have your own chef kaiser's corner
3: yeah i have a uh, uh sword point all lower caps and then a numeral nine at yahoo
0: Okay, and you also have your own show.
3: Right, YouTube, YouTube. I'm sorry. Okay, yeah, Kaiser's Castle. Yeah, Ka- I'm sorry, Kaiser's Castle. That's YouTube. true. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why I call it. I said Yahoo. It's YouTube.
0: Okay, for the rest of the hour, I don't know. It may bleed on over into the second hour. Not quite sure because this goes wherever the hell it goes. And Kaiser, because you're uh, kind of co-host tonight. If you want to stop and interject something, anything at any time, just let me know. I thought we'd address a little bit of impeachment material up front, try to get things out in terms of the truth about what's happening here, why this may be occurring. And then I'd like to discuss with Kaiser what we both think and maybe you think the results are going to be in 2020, because i most deaf, have some thoughts about that. But uh, a gentleman with whom I am friends on Facebook sent me this video. I think it's about six minutes, six minutes, seven minutes, something like that. From uh, Justice with with uh, Janine Pirro. And she really hits it out of the ballpark with this. So I'd like to play this opening statement with Justice with Judge Janine. she makes one hell of a summary with regard to all of this well it it'd help if I turned on the volume wouldn't it? okay, judge, tell you what stop right there, go back, Judge Janine, are you there? yeah
6: been under siege. There we go. Our commander in chief has been subjected to unprecedented maligning by the mainstream media, high level Obama administration officials and disappointed, disgruntled and deranged Democrats. It's as though the White House is an ancient walled city with barbarians storming the gate, looking to annihilate the outsider beholden to no one. The American. Come
0: on, judge come on judge judge you're not playing fair all right let's refresh this and see if we can do this again
6: been under siege, we our commander in chief has been subjected to unprecedented maligning by the mainstream media, high level Obama administration officials and disappointed, disgruntled and deranged Democrats.
5: Definitely.
6: It's as though the White House is an ancient walled city with barbarians storming the gate looking to annihilate the outsider beholden to no one. The American people put in that house in 2016. The radicals had been resisting and salivating at the chance to get revenge for their 2016 loss. First, he was an illegitimate president. Then Russia, 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 Stormy Daniels, taxes, and now the ultimate revenge? An attempt to impeach a president of the United States. For what? He broke the law. The president was guilty of a cover-up. BEFORE ANYONE EVEN SAW A TRANSCRIPT. THE PRESIDENT OF THE UNITED STATES AND HIS ACTIONS IN A TELEPHONE CALL WITH A a HEAD OF STATE BETRAYED HIS oath OF OFFICE, OUR NATIONAL SECURITY, AND THE INTEGRITY OF OUR ELECTIONS. I THINK WHAT THE DNI DID WAS BROKE THE LAW. THE PRESIDENT HAS BEEN ENGAGED IN A COVER-UP ALL ALONG. WHY WAIT FOR A TRANSCRIPT OF THE HEARING? LET'S JUST TAKE HIM DOWN. Nancy, she makes a good point. This came out before the transcript ever was
0: released. Oh, gosh, wait. Who released the transcript? That would be the president of the United States. Didn't
6: need direct knowledge. Partisan hearsay was good enough for her. Let the impeachment begin. The crime, they say, is that our president spoke to the president of Ukraine and asked a favor. Quote, to find out what happened with the whole situation in Ukraine. Crowd strike. Meddling in the 2016 election, how dare he? But America has been struggling for almost three years with that very issue. That's what the Mueller investigation that came up with nothing was all about. So let me see if I get this straight. The Democrats can investigate meddling, but the president, the chief executive of this nation, cannot. Democrats can spend $32 of our dollars to tear the country apart and come up with no collusion and no meddling by the president with the Russians. And the president can't ask a favor that Ukraine look into the genesis of the meddling of that 2016 election? Really? He can't find out what Ukraine's role was in terms of the interference in the election? So basically what that
0: means, think about this, folks, is that because Joe Biden is Joe Biden and he's in DC and he occasionally travels around DC these days and other parts of the United States for for the next remaining year up until 2020 and for the next 4 years after that under Trump because he's Joe Biden I guess according to leftists he can never be investigated well Kaiser Schuff can he be investigated really
3: yeah Oh, yeah, and I think, honestly, they're going to use him as a sacrificial lamb. I think uh, what the gig is is they're going to go after Biden. They're going to allow it to go on just to push him out of the race. And one big head fake I saw coming, I figured this was going to happen. You know this Hillary came out again? He's not valid. He's, He's a usurper. He stole her crown. And when she went on, what was it, uh, Sunday, Good Morning America, I think it was, or something like that, uh, her and uh, Chelsea standing up there yes. and the self-satisfied smiles as they're describing how uh, he had always been involved with the Russians. And it doesn't shock her that he would put our national security, the new talking point, in danger. That's the new talking point, is national security.
0: Well, because none Imagine of the other that. crap has worked. Again, nailing Jello to a tree. Yeah. One thing I think yep. we need to reconcile is the fact, and uh, let's see, we got two more minutes before the bottom of the hour break, and I'd like your opinion on this before we go to the break. One thing I think we need to reconcile ourselves with is that, You will never see Hillary Clinton go to jail or prison or be prosecuted for any of the things that she's done. Do you tend to agree with that? Should we give that up?
3: Yeah, I think that's a uh, that's thrown out. I think that uh, you're not going to see any justice done to several people uh, just from the way everything's going. I think what you're going to see is a lot of prosecutions of SES, Special Executive Service, and SIS, Special Intelligence Service. Uh, that's there after GS-15. That's where you go and, and you just keep going. And those people are the guys, the one time we had the show and I was explaining it, uh, those people are the ones that are in for sometimes 20, sometimes 30 years. And they'll just wait out a president. And that's what they're doing now is they're all slow rolling stuff. And those are people like under Pompeo at State, uh, under the underneath all the different uh, directors of the intelligence services, NSA, CIA, DIA, and uh, then you also have the FBI underneath. Um, oh, why am I mind dumping well, dude's name now? Ray, right now uh, it's
0: under Christopher
3: Ray. Ray, yeah, Ray. Bro, well, no, Ray would be SES. It's under the director, and the director of, uh, DOJ now is, um, oh lord. I can see his face. Barr. Yeah, William Barr. Barr. Yeah, he, he's, they're all SES on, in, in, um, DOJ, but yeah, the, uh, uh, director, everybody under him will slow roll it. Those are the type of people I'm talking about. It doesn't quite go to the top, but it's enough that it can slow down anything.
0: When we get back, we're going to go to a break right now. Kaiser Schuff is uh, is my guest tonight. He's essentially co-hosting the show. When we come back, I want to talk to Kaiser about something called the deep state. And essentially, he laid out what the deep state is right now. But I want to go more in depth about that. Then I also want to transition over to another article. I caught this from Washington, the Washington Examiner, and I have a cool bit of information about the Washington Examiner after the break. But I also want to talk about this article where it indicates uh, U.S. Attorney John Durham, he's looking right now into the Ukrainian involvement in the 2016 election. And all of a sudden, magically, just like that, well, nobody wants that to happen. I thought they were I thought they wanted that to happen. Come on. Conservative media done right. You're listening to the SHR Media Network.
7: From a public locker inside a dilapidated Long Island rail station comes a show designed to piss off liberals using truth, facts, and ridicule. The Lid Radio Show featuring the conservative voice from the People's Republic of New York. The Lid himself, Jeff Dunnitz. Tune in every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific on the SHR Media Network. Go to shrmedia.com. At Lid Radio, we fight for the truth, justice, and a good kosher T-bone. If you don't listen, Hillary Clinton might sneak into your bedroom in her house coat late at night and blame you for her election loss. It's the Lid Radio Show with Jeff Dunnitz.
8: For 50 years, I've seen the American people blinded by corrupt politicians, a lapdog media, and deceptive Islam. The one thing the elites fear is one man with a cane. I'm Dave Milner. Join me through Spreaker, iTunes, and SoundCloud, through SHR Media and the Western Free Radio Network for half a century of experienced perspective on political and social issues, weekly on The Unpleasant Blind Guy, And catch me on Jeff Mitchell's EDL Radio on blogtalkradio.com. There's no surrender ever. Because truth is not always pleasant.
9: This is Shannon Wright. Of The Right Way with Shannon and Mike in the AM. Mike's not here, so I gotta talk fast. You gotta join us. Fall season. Getting ready to start up with a whole bunch of new stuff news and food and politics and sports and entertainment and a whole bunch of stuff but wait mike's coming i gotta go remember shannon and mike in the a.m on shr media monday through thursday 7 to 9 a.m make sure you tune in
10: featuring right thinking from a left brain and doing the job the american maggots won't bz is fundamentally changing america one diaper at a time Just when safety pin manufacturers are running out of metal for the diapers of the leftists where the speech is free, but the drinks are not. The Bloviating Zeppelin's Berserk Bobcat Saloon can be heard every Tuesday and Thursday night, commencing at 11 p.m. Eastern and 8 p.m. Pacific where pushback is a requisite art form in and of itself. Let your ossicles be truly liberated when you listen to the bloviating Zeppelin's Berserk Bobcat Saloon only on SHR Media Network. No ferrets were harmed in the making of this ad.
11: Join me, Jack Alexander, for the Jack Alexander Experiment podcast as I take a unique outsider's look at the issues affecting the USA. I fearlessly take on the issues that everyone else is too scared to touch. The Jack Alexander Experiment podcast is available wherever good podcasts can be found, like Spreaker, iHeartRadio, and Google Podcast. The Jack Alexander Experiment. Because it's not a matter of left versus right, it's a matter of right versus wrong.
12: It's your business diva here, Melanie Collette. I am inviting you to a front row seat as I discuss some of the most intriguing details of wealth and finance with today's movers and shakers in the world of business. Listen in and discover financial truths on a global, domestic, and household scale. Uncover topics that will impact your wallet today and in the future. Money Talk with Melanie airs Monday through Friday, 5 p.m. East, 2 p.m. West, right here on SHR Media and High Plains Pundit Talk Radio. You can't afford to miss it.
13: Featuring the effervescent contrarian, Sackheads Clint, plus the unrestrained bulbosity of BZ, the Sackheads Against Tyranny is a real chat show. Doubling your late-night conservative talk show pleasure with double the hosts, you can listen every Wednesday night at 8pm Pacific, 11pm Eastern. Please note, some contents may have settled during shipping. Member FDIC, batteries not included, warranty voided Montenegro. Conservative media
1: done right. You're listening to the SHR Media Network. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, I am
0: Babloviating Zeppelin. You are listening to BZ's Berserk Bobcat Saloon radio show, where I am broadcasting behind enemy lines in occupied California, always spelled with a K. Always spelled with a K. Two, count them, two, count them, two miles east of the locus of evil on the entire left coast. That would be the Capitol building at 10th and L Street. The Bill Mill, where late at night you can hear the screams from the death of common sense. And also, as I exit that door at about 1030 at night, I'll smell the evil stench of sulfur and brimstone emanating from that foul building. Execrable absolutely execrable tonight we're talking to kaiser chef one each model one mark one and he's here for the full two hours to chat about just about anything that uh, plops into our heads thanks to mike in chat thanks to hey kaiser's in chat thanks to simone in chat thanks to wendy in chat thanks to the alaskan in chat sadly <clears throat> i fed clyde before the show uh, that was on video and unfortunately it didn't take but clyde is full he's happy he's curled up in the corner Uh, so uh, a happy bobcat is a serene and secure bobcat we spoke last before the break to kaiser and i said dude you basically gave a little bit of a definition of deep state what that might be and i also had an article that i wanted to read but what you were saying can you kind of Can you kind of give a a definition or or what, in your mind, Kaiser Schuff, the deep deep state is and or its machinations, why and how it's present, if you could?
3: Yeah, well, they're executives for uh, the federal service. And pretty much it's an appointment until they retire or get out. And, uh, you know, examples would be like Comey. Um, you know, just whoever is there bar. Um, and once they're at that level in federal service, that's the bureaucracy, right? Okay. So the bureaucracy, even though you have directors, the people under them can slow roll anything. So let's say Durham goes somewhere, finds some stuff. Well, before it goes up the chain, the chain of command, just like in the military or in law enforcement, Um, you know, it'd be like the assistant chief holding paperwork and maybe misfiling it or something, getting a case thrown out. Things can happen, right? Right. True. And losing evidence. So it's a form of corruption, honestly. And when people talk about red tape, that's what they mean. You know, the red tape, a lot of times can be cut. We used to say in the army, uh, you had the E4 mafia, the specialist mafia, And uh, in the Marine Corps, the Lance Corporal Mafia. And if you knew some of them, then you could get stuff done. But let's say you had to do it the the normal route. You would have the people who wanted to keep their jobs forever, you know, afraid to get fired or whatever. I don't know the mentality of it. I never had that. I always did my job. But you would have them like, oh, you got to do this. You got to do this. You got to do this. And the spec four is like, nah, here, here's this paper, fill it out. Okay. We'll get it done. And, and it gets done. And it's the same way. Well, it's like the BMV. The easiest way to describe it to people is you have good BMVs, bureaus of motor vehicles and bad. And like our local BMV, you're in and out probably within 10, 15 minutes. Uh, even if they're packed, they move people. If you go into the larger cities that are surround. uh, you could be there all day or half a day. You understand?
0: Right. Exactly. Because these are the people you don't want to piss off. Can I, can I update a little bit and, and give you my version of the deep state? And, and that is this. Bureaucrats will come and go. Elected, appointed individuals, leaders, air quotes, leaders, will come and go. Comey came and went. Ray, he will come and go. But the people that are in various places whose job it is to be in all sorts of various bureaucratic government drone type positions, they already have and have had in their minds for years and years a bias in their jobs. And as you indicated, it's fairly easy for them to throw up all kinds of bureaucratic roadblocks to slow roll any and every process. And that is occurring these days. We discovered that when um, John Brennan, John Communist Brennan, uh, decided that uh, his enemy was Trump, weren't we told all seventeen intelligence agencies were absolutely unbiased and apolitical? When, oddly enough, it we discovered that uh, unbiased and apolitical was exactly what these these people are not. So the deep state well, to me are the people that that have the ability to uh salt the fields and and throw mines in the fields because they have a fairly good understanding of the process of government, how it works. And how they can interfere, make things disappear, make things go their way, whatever it is that they want. Is that another alternative view of what the deep state may be?
3: Oh, yeah. When you said the bias, you're right. Uh, in the 60s, the radicals, they hit out in academia, uh, they, they hit out in government service, and they also hit out in Hollywood. And uh, you're right about uh, Brennan. He Not only was he a communist and voted for a communist, yes. Bob or Robert, whoever it was back in the day, but he did convert, and there's stories that people say, no, he didn't, no, he didn't. Yeah, during the Gulf War, I was in the kingdom of Saudi Arabia, and during that time, he was CIA station chief
4: in Riyadh,
3: and he did convert to Islam, and I mean, that was the talk. All of us are like, why is the CIA station chief, you know, and— they used to always push us these pamphlets from Whammy World Association of Muslim Youth. It's written in English. And they gave us Qurans, you know, the, the Saudis we worked with. And uh, it was always a big push for us to convert. And I guess he succumbed, or I don't know, maybe he didn't really have any beliefs being a communist and probably an atheist at that time. Before that.
0: but well, see, this is one of these things, folks, that you never hear about. And that's one of the reasons that I enjoy having Kaiser Schuff on the show. I don't come from a military background. I come from a law enforcement background. Kaiser comes from a military background. And I enjoy the perspective that he provides. also told you before the break that there's a new story that just came out from thewashingtonexaminer.com. I also said there was something very interesting about the Washington Examiner. Tried to get her on the show. She's so damn busy. And one of these days I will be able to. Uh, I knew her in college. Her name is Susan Katz Keating. I've had her on the show twice before. She is an actual, real, honest-to-God journalist with ethics. And I know, I know what you're thinking. Did I fire six shots or only five at the journalist? I know what you're thinking. But she truly is an honest-to-goodness journalist who wants to look at every aspect of a story. And I sent her congratulations about a week ago She's now an editor at the Washington Examiner. So if there's another reason that perhaps you might want to read a publication that issues from D.C., my suggestion would be, as I do, check the Washington Examiner. That's a great place to go for news. Um, God, there's another guy that writes for the Washington Examiner. that who's I can see him right now. He wears glasses. He's on some of the talk shows sometimes. But he's also a great columnist from the Washington Examiner. But here's the article. U.S. Attorney John Durham looking into Ukrainian involvement in 2016 election. But the funny thing is, that's not what the leftists and the Democrats and the American media maggots want these days. The Justice Department revealed that U.S. Attorney John Durham Picked by Attorney General William Barr to look into the origins of the Trump Russia investigation, so he's doing what the Democrats have wanted. He's investigating whether Ukraine was involved in the 2016 election efforts. Damn it, Jim! But now it looks like Joe Biden, by dint of his son, is involved as well. What do we know about what? What are some of the things that we know about the whistleblower? One of them is that the whistleblower had no direct knowledge of the Trump phone call. The whistleblower just had hearsay. So that anonymous whistleblower who said that Trump had an inappropriate conversation, right, because the whistleblower wants to run Washington, apparently, with a foreign power, as turns out to be Ukraine, that claim was based on hearsay. There's something very interesting about that in the hearsay. Um, overall, because we will get into, we will get in depth into the the whistleblower situation and also about uh, Ukraine. Any immediate thoughts come to your brain housing group, Kaiser Schuff about Ukraine, Trump, Biden, et al.
3: Yeah. Uh, first, I wanted to state, everybody forgets who the, uh, I mean, it hit grudge, but what the uh, media source was that broke the mess on the dress that made Clinton confess, and that was the National Enquirer. They were the ones who broke broke out about Lewinsky giving him uh, BJs in the Oval. Uh, a lot of people forget that's where that story first came from.
0: You know, and uh, I think, you're right. Hmm? You're right. Yeah. I'd forgotten yeah. that.
3: Yeah. And, and uh, also you're absolutely correct there are some good journalists solomon's doing a stellar job john solomon yep. uh, i'll tell you yep and so is um i talked to her one time her husband's oda um he he got wounded in iraq i believe and messed up pretty bad uh but he's i i guess he, you know everything's good i can't think of a sarah oh sarah carter oh shoot well, oh sarah, sarah carter yeah sarah carter
0: yeah. is yeah. fabulous i go to that website all the time I'll pimp it, but I'm not getting anything from it. But I just pimp it because it's such a damn good web website. John Solomon can be read at The Hill. Great journalist. Sarah Carter can be read at SarahACarter.com. Just like Washington and, Examiner. And, and, go. I'm sorry, go ahead, Kaiser.
3: I was just going to say, in, in two la one's a comedian, but he does have a talk show on. And uh, that's Dave Rubin, phenomenal on his – he's just an average – he's what Democrats used to be, brother, classical liberal. And the other one, this will blow you away, Tim Poole. His – they come from a leftist bent, but they don't let their biases affect – I guess affect the way that they report something. They look at both sides. And that's what you're supposed to do, look to the extreme left, yes. right, to the extreme right, and the truth always lies in the middle.
0: Um, exactly. There's um, some of the evidence about this. There are sworn statements from two Ukrainian officials admitting that their agency tried to influence the 2016 U.S. presidential Presidential election. This is what you're not hearing. In favor of Hillary Clinton. And that included leaking uh, in a ledger showing payments to then uh, Trump campaign chairman Paul Manafort. There are contacts between Democrat figures in Washington and Ukrainian officials that involve passing dirt on Donald Trump. There are final uh, financial records, fiscal records showing a Ukrainian natural gas company which routed more than $3 million to American accounts tied to Hunter Biden, younger son of then-Vice President Joe Biden, who managed uh, U.S.-Ukrainian relations for the Obama administration. Imagine that. And Biden's son served on the board of a Ukrainian natural gas uh, company. If you hear Burisma Holdings, that's from the Ukraine. And then the other thing that I love is that Biden was absolutely adamant that he had no idea that uh, his son was involved, and then a, a photograph came out with he and guys from Burisma and his son on a golf course, which completely negated that. Totally, completely. That was
3: classic. It it that was, was classic. <laughs>
0: it was it was fabulous. It doesn't get any better than that. And yet people say, "Well, there's no evidence of Biden doing anything. There's no evidence of him under the Obama administration." really because i'm going to play again the audio which is actually video of biden bragging on camera that he got the ukrainian prosecutor who was prosecuting his son hunter biden for that billion dollar fraud he got that prosecutor fired by threatening to take away ukraine's billion dollar loan guarantee where's the evidence on trump do we have it on video uh no, we have it on Biden I though. Over convincing our team, our others
14: to convincing us that we should be providing for loan guarantees, and I went over, I guess the 12th, 13th time to Kiev, and uh,
0: Kiev and I dummy was
14: supposed to announce that there was another billion dollar loan guarantee, and I had gotten a commitment from Poroshenko and from uh, Yatsenyuk that they would take action against the state prosecutor, and they didn't.
0: at the time um i remember yeah so to me that means quid meet pro quo right there on video and audio that i just played but the other thing oh yeah go ahead kaiser
3: i said oh yeah the malfeasance of that also it's not you know that abuse of power i mean it's it's it it amazes me what the Democrats, you put a capital D next to their name, they can get away with everything. And it's not all Democrats either. I mean, I like Tulsi Gabbard personally, but, uh, she seems to have some good views. I don't like some of them, but you know, I look at each politician, but yeah, for the most part, this whole, this group now we got her either incompetent goofs or, uh, extreme leftist to, uh, subvert, I think, national policy and national uh, security.
0: The other thing that I found very interesting was the intelligence inspector general found that the whistleblower, him or herself, had bias in favor of the rival candidate of Trump, From the very get-go, a senior Trump administration official told Fox News late Tuesday the administration will release a document showing the intelligence community IG found the whistleblower who leveled an explosive accusation against President Trump concerning his talks with Ukraine had political bias in favor of a rival candidate for the president. Imagine that. Shock of shocks. Then we discover, and you spoke about, you spoke about... Kaiser, deep state. How deep state is this? Because then we discover the whistleblower was identified as a CIA officer who was detailed to the White House. What did I just say about the 17 intelligence agencies who screamed from the the top of the towers that they were unbiased and apolitical. Comey swore it as well. Every Democrat, every leftist, every American media maggot swore that they were apolitical until we discovered that they're political as hell.
3: Well, remember what uh, Schumer said. I can't remember the name of the show he was on, but he said they have seven ways to Sunday to come back at you in the IC. So the IC intelligence community. Right. Um and he's not wrong because you gotta remember under eight years, uh, first time that I know of that the NSA's antennas, their job, national security agency, is to look outward to threats. You know, we have the FBI and everybody else to work inward. Um, but they turn their microphones inward for the first time under uh Obama.
0: Well, and it was because they wanted to get dirt on Trump. One of the very first things we recognized and realized, folks, is that when President Trump, uh, I don't even think he was elected yet, was saying that he was uh, wiretapped at the Trump Tower. Everybody went, Ah, you moron, until it turned out that, yeah, he was wiretapped. What he meant to say was surveillance was conducted against him. But yeah, same damn thing. He was wiretapped. Um, then there was this. Oh, yeah. The whistleblower who filed that complaint uh, talking about uh, Ukrainian President uh, Zelensky and Joe Biden and his son, he is a CIA officer. And the New York Times reported that Thursday. Kind of surprised at that. Um, yep. But are on the other hand, are you, Kaiser Schuff, surprised that the whistleblower is a member of the CIA? Huh, amazing.
3: Not really, because CIA and uh, State Department, remember, I, I worked for uh, Democracy International, USAID, a bunch of different, uh, you know, companies doing what I do for a living. Right. And uh, the interesting thing that you'll find is it's got a severe leftist bent. Like I said, these people, they get into NGOs. They also infect government service. I and mean, at one level or another, they're all indoctrinated because they have to go through all these courses and, uh, you know, whatever it is, gender, whatever. And, uh, you're always going through some BS course, just like in law enforcement, you know what I'm talking about. And so they become, I don't know how to say it, lockstep in thought process. Right. And their egos are involved. Um, uh, they think they wield a lot of power. Some, of, Sometimes they do. It's sort of the same way in the military too. But like with uh, the terminologies of those, when they wield that power, it, they're just in such lockstep that they don't, you don't have to give somebody in order to do something if they all believe the same thing. And the CIA out of, let me see, CIA out of all the intelligence agencies because they have the least amount of former military. Uh, DIA, heavily military. And um, NSA is about half and half. And uh, those agencies, the NSA is probably second to the CIA where they are on a severe leftist bent. And it got even worse under the last eight years because remember, Everybody in the SES serves at the president's pleasure. And so he could fire all the brass, and then their edicts coming down, force feeding everybody else, they have to comply with. And uh, he didn't need to give any orders. They'll do what the, uh, the new policy is, and they put it, they wrap it in policy, and then corporate cram down their ass. And that's really how it, it functions. Unfortunately,
0: folks, I'm probably going to end up reading a large portion of the transcript tomorrow on the chat show. But for right now, I'd like to read the first primary paragraph that I'm betting no one has heard or read to you or you haven't read yourself. And you tell me where the quid pro quo is and where Biden is specifically mentioned in this first paragraph. And then I'll give you the response from President Ukrainian, uh, President uh, Zelensky. It starts with this. This is the president. I'd like you to do us a favor, though, because our country has been through a lot and Ukraine knows a lot about it. I would like you to find out what happened with this whole situation with Ukraine. They say crowd strike. I guess you have one of your wealthy people, the server, they say on Ukraine has it. There are a lot of things that went on, the whole situation. I think you're surrounding yourself with some of the same people. So Trump is showing concern for the president of Ukraine right there. I would like to have the attorney general call you or your people, and I would like you to get to the bottom of it. As you saw yesterday, that whole nonsense ended with a very poor performance by a man named Robert Mueller, an incompetent performance, but they say a lot of it started with Ukraine. True. Whatever you can do, it's very important that you can do it if that's possible. Does that sound like a threat? And does that sound like quid pro quo, Kaisershev?
3: No, it doesn't sound like either of them. It's him making suggestions. The... uh prime minister doesn't have to do or president, whatever they call themselves over there in Ukraine, uh, does not have to comply with what the U S wants. And the, and also from what I heard, the, um, uh, Ukrainian prime minister, president didn't even know that the military aid hadn't been already issued out. So that wasn't like a sort of Damocles being held over his head.
0: That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Right chronology is extremely important in this. I'm going to go to the reply very quickly. Right. Then we're going to go to the break. Come right back with Kaiser Schuff. Zelensky replies. He says, yes, it's very important for me and everything that you say just mentioned earlier. For me as a president, it's very important. And we are open for any future cooperation. We're ready to open a new page on cooperation in relations with the United States and Ukraine. And that sounds pretty obvious to me. One of the reasons that people left or are leaving or have left Ukraine in the past is it's one and continues, unfortunately, to be one of the most corrupt nations in Europe. So they've had a massive industrial and brain drain out of Ukraine. It's very sad. We'll be back right after this. More with Kaiser Schuff, and I'm BZ right here in the saloon. Conservative media done right. You're listening to the SHR Media Network.
7: From a public locker inside a dilapidated Long Island rail station comes a show designed to piss off liberals using truth, facts, and ridicule. The Lid Radio Show, featuring the conservative voice from the People's Republic of New York, the Lid himself, Jeff Dunnitz. Tune in every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific on the SHR Media Network. Go to shrmedia.com. At Lid Radio, we fight for the truth, justice, and a good kosher T-bone. If you don't listen, Hillary Clinton might sneak into your bedroom in her housecoat late at night and blame you for her election loss. It's the Lid Radio Show with Jeff Dunnitz.
8: For 50 years, I've seen the American people blinded, by corrupt politicians, a lapdog media, and deceptive Islam. The one thing the elites fear is one man with a cane. I'm Dave Milner. Join me through Spreaker, iTunes, and SoundCloud, through SHR Media and the Western Free Radio Network, for half a century of experienced perspective on political and social issues, weekly on The Unpleasant Blind Guy, And catch me on Jeff Mitchell's EDL radio on blogtalkradio.com. There's no surrender ever. Because truth is not always pleasant.
9: This is Shannon Wright, of The Right Way with Shannon and Mike in the AM. Mike's not here, so I gotta talk fast. You gotta join us. Fall season. Getting ready to start up with a whole bunch of new stuff. News. And food and politics and sports and entertainment and a whole bunch of stuff. But wait, Mike's coming. I gotta go. Remember, Shannon and Mike in the AM on SHR Media, Monday through Thursday, 7 to 9 a.m. Make sure you tune in.
10: Featuring right thinking from a left brain and doing the job the American maggots won't, BZ is fundamentally changing America one diaper at a time. Just when safety pin manufacturers are running out of metal for the diapers of the leftists where the speech is free, but the drinks are not. The Bloviating Zeppelin's Berserk Bobcat Saloon can be heard every Tuesday and Thursday night, commencing at 11 p.m. Eastern and 8 p.m. Pacific where pushback is a requisite art form in and of itself. Let your ossicles be truly liberated when you listen to the bloviating Zeppelin's Berserk Bobcat Saloon only on SHR Media Network. No ferrets were harmed in the making of this ad.
11: Join me, Jack Alexander, for the Jack Alexander Experiment podcast as I take a unique outsider's look at the issues affecting the USA. I fearlessly take on the issues that everyone else is too scared to touch. The Jack Alexander Experiment podcast is available wherever good podcasts can be found, like Spreaker, iHeartRadio, and Google Podcast. The Jack Alexander Experiment. Because it's not a matter of left versus right, it's a matter of right versus wrong.
12: It's your business diva here, Melanie Collette. I am inviting you to a front row seat as I discuss some of the most intriguing details of wealth and finance with today's movers and shakers in the world of business. Listen in and discover financial truths on a global, domestic, and household scale. Uncover topics that will impact your wallet today and in the future. Money Talk with Melanie airs Monday through Friday, 5 p.m. East, 2 p.m. West, right here on SHR Media and High Plains Pundit Talk Radio. You can't afford to miss it.
13: Featuring the effervescent contrarian Sackheads Clint plus the unrestrained bulbosity of BZ, the Sackheads Against Tyranny is a real chat show. Doubling your late-night conservative talk show pleasure with double the hosts, you can listen every Wednesday night at 8pm Pacific, 11pm Eastern. Please note, some contents may have settled during shipping. Member FDIC, batteries not included, warranty voided Montenegro. <laughs> Conservative media
1: done right. You're listening to the SHR Media Network. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages,
0: it's the second hour already of BZ's That's Me, Juan. Berserk Bobcat's Loon Radio Show, live and direct right here, where I am broadcasting behind enemy lines in occupied California from the SHR Media Studios, resplendent, palatial as they may be. Resplendent and palatial. Both palatial and resplendent. Right here in the studio. We're talking to Kaiser Schuff. And uh, Kaiser has been around for a while. He's done darn near anything that you can possibly think for the military. A great background and military service to his country. I thought we'd leave the Ukraine and kind of move on a little bit after the break. I found this story, and there for those who may not know, there are three people that are running against um, Trump right now. One of them is Bill Weld. Another one is the guy that had his own radio show, and I, I can never remember his Oh, Joe Walsh. Joe Walsh, because he had to leave his radio right. show. And then a third guy whose name completely escapes me because he really doesn't mean anything at all. And essentially, these are... These are foaming, dripping, rivulet-running, non-sacked-up, go-nowhere rhinos who are dyed-in-the-wool Never-Trumpers. So, this Never-Trump Republican by the name of Bill Weld says, essentially now, that he wants the death penalty for Trump because Trump was speaking to the Ukraine about the Biden... um, cartel so to speak because he dared to speak to ukraine about the biden family selling their public office basically for millions of dollars um so this is bill weld's exact quote talk about pressuring a foreign country to interfere with and control u.s election it couldn't it couldn't be cleared that is treason pure and simple and the penalty for treason is death so, I guess we need to kill, according to Bill Weld, we just need to kill President Trump. He said it. It's right there in a quote. Hello, Secret Service. There we go.
3: Yeah. It's yeah, just, he's a nut job, brother. He,
0: he is a nut job, my friend. But it all kind of started I'll with say, this dude. I'm sorry. Go ahead, sir.
3: I was just going to say, it boggles the mind. I mean, you have people like Mitt Romney. When you say rhino, you're exactly right. It's neocons. You know, they want to constantly keep us at war. Um, this, that, and the other. I mean, I can't really complain because of my work. But the point is I don't like seeing our blood and treasure eh, be wasted. And uh, that's all I'll say on that because as Americans, we control the government. When when the, uh, oh, I can't think of the name, Hol- Holman for our homeland. When he got up there oh. and he was being escoriated by, I can't think of it, I think it was Tlaib, uh, and she kept banging her gavel. And he's like, I pay my taxes, I pay your salary. You know, everybody else is running over time, it was fine, but when he had to run over a little bit, she starts going nutty. It was crazy.
0: No, it is. It's a, an example of it. it. It is absolutely an example of it. Um. It all started, and I'm, I'm glad, I've said this before, and obviously I will continue to say it. The internet is a wonderful repository, and it's a great memory if you, if you know how to get to it and to access it, to pull up information that most people and many people wish that you, you never had or never accessed. And one of those things, there's a dude from Texas ugly as hell. Don't know why anybody well, anyway. I that that's an ad hominem attack, BZ, stop it. So there's a dude named Representative Green. He's from Texas. And so this all kind of started with him where he said, "And thank God that here's a democrat who's honest. I I value two things: honesty and clarity." He's remarkably honest about this. His quote was if we don't impeach Trump, he's going to get reelected. Really? So, this is what he said.
11: You've been calling for uh, starting articles of impeachment since 2017. Yep. But a new Quinnipiac poll taken after the release of the redacted Mueller report found that 66% say Congress should not start impeachment proceedings. And there's a sharp partisan divide, as we all know, with only 4% of Republicans favoring impeachment. Congressman, are you concerned that impeachment talk may actually help the president's re-election?
4: I'm concerned that if we don't impeach this president, he will get re-elected. If we don't impeach him, he will say he has been vindicated. He will say the Democrats had an overwhelming majority in the House and they didn't take up impeachment. He will say that we had a constitutional duty to do it if it was there and we didn't. He will say that he has been vindicated, but here's what I say we're confronting a constitutional crisis as I speak to you as I look the people of America in the eye I'm telling you we have a constitutional crisis when the chief executive officer the president of the United States refuses to comply with subpoenas and says he will order others to do so this creates a constitutional crisis but this isn't the genesis of it it started when the president decided he would fire Mr. Comey for his uh, failure uh, pardon me, as a result of his desire not to be investigated.
0: Stop. Do we remember, and this is part of the deep state, because again, this bastard is lying. Anytime a Democrat right. mouth o opens, they're lying. Do you remember, folks, Mike, Simone, Alaskan, Wendy, Kaiser? Do you remember who it was that recommended the firing of James Comey in a memo to President Donald John Trump. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Rod Rosenstein.
3: Rosenstein. Yeah.
0: So he wrote... It was
3: the second in charge. Yeah. Yes,
0: he was number two at the DOJ at the time under Jeff Sessions. He wrote the memo. This stemmed from DOJ. Until that memo, do we have a firm evidence indicating that Trump was planning to fire Comey. He'd been saying that he was considering it, but the memo goes from DOJ over to the Oval Office. It occurs, and then all of a sudden it's Trump's fault. And then DOJ falls back on, oh my God, firing Comey is terrible. After you recommended recommended it, comma, you fuckers. But we conveniently seem to forget about that how bizarre we forget where that recommendation came from
3: well you you have the idiots like uh it's the thing i always talk about punching right you know you have this isn't your particular brand of conservative right um you have idiots like romney who i voted for and so everybody you know my Uh, whole family did yeah and uh, unfortunately, but uh, we had two-week horses running against uh, um, a guy who massively turned down and declined through executive privilege. He kept up his drone project, and I'm talking about the last resident of 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, correct. Obama. Correct, correct. And uh, he sh- signaled and created through the CIA ISIS. It was us. And uh, I mean, uh, we have an air force that's really good at dropping gear out of a combat air, uh, a combat, a cop combat outpost. Okay. Talakan okay. where I was at. Right. We would get air supplied every once in a while. Zingabad was the closest. Uh, oh, I can't remember what they call it, a fob forward operating base. And um, anyways, the air force would sometimes miss a drop, and you'd have to take the, you know, take the little uh, gators out to go grab the gear. But they didn't miss by much. But for some reason in Syria and uh, Iraq, where ISIS was located, they'd miss the teams, and everything would just drift over towards, you know, ISIS, like nine times.
0: It was funny that you mentioned uh, Thomas Homan, and it was funny that you mentioned Thomas Homan and his response uh, to a hearing. As you were speaking, guess what I found? Well, let's listen to this with Thomas Homan. I'd like
2: to respond to what you've heard today.
0: Yeah, I'd like to respond to
2: Acting Chairman Jay Paul and your comment about the Trump administration moving money around for more detention beds. I'd like to remind you, under the Obama administration, we did that most of the years he was president. We moved money around DHS. is called reprogramming. We did that under the Obama administration. I, didn't ha- I don't remember any hearings on that. And also, I'd like to remind you that, that under the Obama administration, I mean, you're quick to point out that the CAGEs, were built under Obama administration. I was there. Family detention, we had 100 family beds under Obama administration. We built 3,000 more. Uh So when there was a surge in FY14 and FY15 on the border, Congress was quick to give all the money we needed to build potential facilities, transportation contracts. We reprogrammed money of the majority of the years she was president. That was fine. Under Obama administration, FY12, we removed 409,000 people, half of what was removed last year. There was no hearings on that. So, I, I, you know, this is about transparency. Let's
15: be let's be factual about it. The time of the gentleman has expired. Since you did address some comments at me, I'll just say that I didn't like it under the Obama administration either. In fact... Well, be, I, be honest I, with the American people, me, you, you can't
2: point out faults in the Trump administration when it happened Mr. under the Obama administration. That's dishonesty. It's pathetic and it's sad.
15: Mr. Holman, <laughs> I control the time, and I am the chairwoman of the committee. Thank you for respecting that. Uh, it's not done yet. Uh, I didn't like it under the Obama administration, and I'll remind you, Mr. Homan, that you also testified before Congress in support of the Obama's Priorities Enforcement Program before the Senate Judiciary Committee on May 19, 2016, which had a very different approach. Can I respond respond to that? that, Can I respond to that? No, of course not. Of course
0: not. I want to give you some time, but I I do want to ask one uh, uh, quick question, and I want to make one quick statement. I, I find it very offensive that anybody would compare... Uh, any federal employee, frankly, to uh, someone who uh, the Gestapo or uh, running Nazi concentration camps—that is very offensive. I have 15 seconds, and I yield to you.
2: Thank you for saying that. I wish somebody in Democratic leadership would say that out loud. Look, you want to know why there's 50,000 people in detention? You want to know why we have a million, one million illegal entries in the United States? You want to know why I have these issues? Because you have failed to secure the border. You have failed to work with this president to close the three loopholes we've asked for two years to close.
15: I'm a so if you want to know why this issue expired. exists,
2: you need to look in the mirror. I'm you, need, the gentleman you have failed American people Mr. who are not Holman. securing the border and closing loopholes.
15: Mr. Holman, look, please respect the... Chair, and the authority you know, of the chair, the time a, of the gentleman has expired. Care. I've asked you politely to let me go beyond
2: my my time, and you let other people go beyond their gentle- time, but not, not nope. the time I'm home. He's going to get me go beyond his time. That's Mr. right. Mr.
15: Holman, we have approved an agreement circus. the Republicans and the Democrats with the ranking member. We increase the time of one. Witness, uh, one uh, member of Congress. Well, you
0: you talked about that, Kaiser. So I just had to play it just for you because, I, as as you were talking, I I found it.
3: But it's true. It's the three, ring, it's the three ring circus of the shit show, brother, and everybody's invited. I've I've made this synopsis several times. You know what Donald Trump did? Thank God for him. Yeah, you think of Donald Trump or a president? That guy is the one out in front of the tent taking tickets. Okay, letting everybody come in, but you got to pay your fee to get in. Think of that as getting elected, right? And being able to look at every, the, the machinations of the government, okay? Now, they can keep it secret, and you'll not know how screwed up it is. But no, what Donald Trump do, he had every side of that tent rolled up so anybody who walked by it can look in and see the shit show. Yes, And see who the did. daggone ringmasters are. That's what he did. Thank God for him.
0: Well, just when you thought that, um, uh, what's that guy's name? Bill Weld was really, really stupid for making his comment. Basically, it's treason and it's death for President Trump because he made a phone call. Now you've got the Biden campaign that's demanding that all TV news executives stop booking Rudy Giuliani or Giuliani. His his presidential <laughs> campaign ma- made what they considered to be oh a request and it uh, to say it's an extraordinary request diminishes the word extraordinary to all the executives of all the top news channels uh just this past Sunday and he asked them to don't book Trump's personal lawyer Rudy Giuliani uh, on their programs. So they sent out letters to all the heads of the major news and cable, all all of them, to the top anchors, two top Biden campaign advisors, that said that we're writing to you today with grave concern that you continue to book Rudy Giuliani on your air to spread false debunked conspiracy theories on behalf of Donald Trump. Bullshit alert. They're concerned that Rudy Giuliani... Is getting through and making sense. So when people talk about things under the First Amendment, the, the guise, the umbrella of the First Amendment, the first people that want to stop your freedoms are leftists. The leftists, Democrats, and the American Media Maggots. Here's another Well everybody Go ahead. Everybody
3: sir. Everybody thinks this is new BZ?
0: Oh no, no, no. It's not it's not old. It's not new. No.
3: No, I was just going to say real quick, just to add to yours. Remember George Stephanopoulos and the Clinton campaign run? Uh, they made a documentary on it. And a guy called in wanting to talk, uh, a reporter, about the what went on in Menia, Arkansas. And Stephanopoulos said, if you write this, he says it on the phone, right in the documentary. Nobody whatever, pick up any stories of yours, this, that, and the other, because the media, Hollywood, it's all in lockstep.
0: Well, and, they'll and fr- uh, th- that was a threat. Yep. F- the threat is implicit yep. or outri- outright, outright, actually, that we'll just freeze your ass out. We will freeze you out. You'll never work in this town again. How many times have you heard that? Well, George Stepelof- Stephanopoulos, he meant that.
3: And you know what the culmination of it is right now that's everybody forgets political correctness started under george herbert walker bush political correct speech his thousand points of light speech and under the clintons they weaponized that and now we're to a point where cancel culture is something where people think they can get you fired they can do this they can screw your life up you can't well not for not they can't for me because you know i work but the the point is you know, it's turned into a snitch culture. See something, say something, and, and it's retarded. I mean, instead of being able to talk to somebody about something like you and I are having a civil conversation, we're doing it online. There are some people you can't have a civil conversation with. They want to do it online and be confrontational for drama. So, and, and you're seeing it, it's because of, all, I also think, because of social media. And I think it's becoming a problem, but I don't care. I mean, you know me, I I don't give a shit about nothing, but I just thought that was interesting to see how it's progressed from the days of George Herbert Walker Bush.
0: The cancel culture is is very interesting, as I indicate, the leftists. It's it's the leftists and rhinos, because we can't forget about Bill Weld, who don't want you to speak who think that you you shouldn't be able to speak, you shouldn't be able to write, you shouldn't have an opinion and anything that you say should never be heard. <clears throat> and right. you're in a unique position and I am certainly in a u- unique position because folks, if you if you care what other people think or say of you, that's simply handing ammunition over to those individuals do I personally care what anyone says about me? No. Can they hurt me? No. Can they go to my job and 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 make it hell for me? No. I'm retired. Do I have a lot of money? Yes. Have I used that for various conservative purposes? Yes. Can they still hurt me? No. Primarily why not? Because I don't care if you say two, one word and three, one word in and of itself and three words together in a phrase are some of the most liberating words and phrases on the entire planet. And I encourage everyone listening to this show today to embrace them with maximal efficiency. The first word that you should use multiple times a day, a single word, two letters, no- It's liberating. It's absolutely liberating. The other phrase that you should use, I just told you, I don't care. That's massively liberating as well. People only can hurt you if you allow them to hurt you. If you're talking physicality, if you're talking physically, that's an entirely different venue. And gloves are off, boys and girls. I'll address that when it hits me right in my gazicht. Up until that point, there you go. No is massively liberating. Can I have no? You know, you're a fill in the blank. I don't care. I don't care. Nor do I care. It's it should be embraced. And I got another story. This is another story. This just came out recently. This is from Breitbart. Remember Adam Schiff? Remember Adam Schiff? Who He's pushing this impeachment thing. He's pushing this Ukraine thing against uh, Donald John Trump, OMB, Orange Man Bad, the guy with a dead orange cat on his head. Why is it now that we just discovered that a Schiff, and Adam Schiff, who's the chairman of the uh, House Intelligence Committee, why is it that Adam Schiff... A staffer of his made an August visit to a think tank backed by Hunter Biden's old employer. A staffer for Representative Adam Schiff's House Permanent Select Committee on Intelligence took a trip to Ukraine last month, sponsored and organized by the Atlantic Council think tank. All of these bastards have links to Ukraine. Why is that? Are we not discovering, Kaiser Schuff? this is a continuing mantra, that essentially everything all the Republicans and Donald Trump are being accused of, leftists, Democrats, and the American media maggots we discover are themselves complicit with or responsible for or have done the very same thing earlier or now. Is that not a truism?
3: No, that's a very truism. When you talk about old Adam Schiff, I find it funny. It's, this also came out in the news. No no real uh, uh, response to it. But he had to pay off. Remember that little secret fund for the Me Too people that were in Congress? Yeah. Where they would pay somebody off if something happened? Well, everybody – it was never a secret in D.C. that Shifty likes men. And, you know, who cares about somebody's sex life? I really don't give a shit. But he had to pay off a 19-year-old – Boy,
0: was well, and, and what
3: was the old axiom that used to be uh, used to be going on in uh, D.C. back in the day? Don't get caught with a dead girl or a live boy.
0: Well, and it's true. Do I give a crap about what such uh, someone's sexual proclivity may be? No. Do I give a massive crap if American taxpayer dollars are used to support them or defend them? Against things like that? Yes. That's Hell not yeah. his money. That's my money. That's your money. That's our money in the big umbrella of it all as we're American taxpayers. I said before, I'll say it now, yep. and I'll say it again to everybody here right now. Uh, let's see. we got two minutes before the break, before the bottom of the hour break. When we come back, I just want to foreshadow this a little bit. We're going to talk about impeachment more specifically. We're going to talk about impeachment and its effect on the Democrats. We're going to talk about impeachment and its effect on Trump. And we're going to talk about impeachment and its effect on Republicans. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, and, and I think that's going to open a, a whole bunch of doors. My, my civics teacher, Mr. Helms, was right. When he said, way, way, way back then in the 60s, he said, "Democrats don't win elections. Republicans lose them. And it was true in the 60s and the 70s and the 80s and the 90s. And now it is is most eminently true in the uh, 2000s. Up to 2019, and it's going to be true in 2020 as well. Republicans wake the hell up. We're going to take a break, the final one of the show, and then we'll be right back. A little bit more on impeachment and what may be the outcome of impeachment on both sides of the aisle. And we're talking to Kaiser Schuff tonight. Don't go nowhere, folks. We're going to be right back.
11: Conservative media done right. You're listening to the SHR Media
3: Network. Hey, this is Michael Wright.
9: And I'm Shannon Wright.
3: Join us for The Right Way with Shannon and Mike, Monday through Thursday from 7 to 9 a.m. right here on SHR Media.
9: Why are they joining us?
3: For fun things like sports, politics.
9: Oh, maybe some news and entertainment?
3: And all kinds of other things.
9: Money and recipes and events. All kinds of stuff.
3: Yeah, so join us Monday through Thursday 7 to 9 a.m. here on SHRmedia.com.
7: From a public locker inside a dilapidated Long Island rail station comes a show designed to piss off liberals using truth, facts, and ridicule. The Lid Radio Show, featuring the conservative voice from the People's Republic of New York, the Lid himself, Jeff Dunnett. Tune in every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific on the SHR Media Network. Go to shrmedia.com and Lid Radio. We fight for the truth, justice, and a good kosher T-bone. If you don't listen, Hillary Clinton might sneak into your bedroom in her house coat late at night and blame you for her election loss. It's the Lid Radio Show with Jeff Dunnitz. Hey, girls,
15: Carry Girl Gear is here. More and more women every day are concealed carrying, participating in competitive shooting and getting firearms training. It's not a boys' club anymore, and we don't have to shop in their stores anymore either. Finally, a cool and unique clothing line just for women. Dope tees and hats for the patriotic concealed carry and 2A girl. So what are you waiting for? Go check out
12: carrygirlgear.com today. It's your business diva here, Melanie Collette. I am inviting you to a front row seat as I discuss some of the most intriguing details of wealth and finance with today's movers and shakers in the world of business. Listen in and discover financial truths on a global, domestic, and household scale. Uncover topics that will impact your wallet today and in the future. Money Talk with Melanie airs Monday through Friday, 5 p.m. East, 2 p.m. West, right here on SHR Media and High Plains Pundit Talk Radio. You can't afford to miss it.
0: The new show on the SHR Media Network, Sackheads against Tyranny On shrmedia.com, go there quick like a bunny, 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific, every Wednesday, live and direct on the SHR Media Network, shrmedia.com. Be there.
8: For 50 years, I've seen the American people blinded by corrupt politicians, a left dog media, and deceptive Islam. The one thing the elites fear is one man with a cane. I'm Dave Milner. Join me through Spreaker, iTunes, and SoundCloud, through SHR Media, and the Western Free Radio Network for half a century of experienced perspective on political and social issues, weekly on The Unpleasant Blind Guy, and catch me on Jeff Mitchell's EDL Radio on blogtalkradio.com. There's no
7: surrender ever.
8: Because truth is not always pleasant.
1: Broadcasting behind enemy lines in occupied California, a mere two miles from the state capital, the Bloviating Zeppelin's Berserk Bobcat Saloon Radio Show can be heard every Tuesday and Thursday night at 8 p.m. Pacific and 11 p.m. Eastern, only on the SHR Media Network. Go to shrmedia.com to listen. You can also watch on the SHR Media Facebook page and the SHR Media YouTube channel. No goldfish were abused in the making of this ad. Conservative media done right. You're listening to the SHR Media Network. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls,
0: children of all ages, it's the final 25, the final 25 minutes right here in the SHR Media sumptuous, resplendent, and palatial studios where I am broadcasting behind enemy lines in occupied California. We've had the pleasure of... Uh, having Kaiser Schuff on for the entire two hours. He'll be here until the end of the show. And I asked before the uh, break, I said, hey, let's talk about impeachment and what uh, effects there may be on both sides of the aisle. There's a Hill or an article from the Hill that says GOP campaign chief backing impeachment will cost House Democrats their majority in 2020. So the chairman of the National Republican Congressional Committee, the NRCC, warned that backing the impeachment of Trump is going to cost Democrats their House, their majority in 2020. Um, This guy is named uh, Tom Emmer. And I think he said in a, a statement. For the past three years, the socialist Democrats have been obsessed with impeaching the president, backfilling in the reason. After the fact, they become so radicalized by their hatred of President Trump that they're willing to plunge the nation into a constitutional crisis based on secondhand gossip. And he says, make no mistake about it, backing impeachment is going to cost the Democrats their majority in 2020. Hold on. Hold on that car wash. So I'm going to ask you, Kaiser, a very important question right after this, because... The funny thing is, right after that, Pelosi came out with this. Okay, again, stop. Who keeps turning the volume down on this thing? There we go. Now it's up. Pelosi... What do you have to say about that?
14: Heading into the next election cycle, do you have any anxiety at all about any of the stuff we're talking about or anything that we're not talking about impacting your ability to hold control of the House in 2020?
7: Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Our first responsibility is to protect and defend the Constitution. I, I do also think that we will win again with our Democratic majority in the House.
0: Okay, stop. That's enough. For me, as far as I'm concerned, that's all you need to hear. She said that the priority is to impeach Trump, and if they lose the House, that doesn't matter. Now, is that is that more effluvium, pouring from the pie hole of Nancy Pelosi, good Kaiser Schuff? Well,
3: she's an idiot, and so is uh, uh, Hillary. And the reason why is they both forget that the Republicans that did have articles of impeachment for Bill Clinton, actual crimes, um, guess what? They lost the House right after it. And uh, Newt Gingrich said it was because of that. Yes. He said, uh, looking back tactically, Yes. he never would have done it had he known what it would be.
0: Yes. History has a funny way of repeating itself. That's why you read yep. history. That's why you know history. <clears throat>
3: yep. This... The old adage of
0: I know what you're going to say. Go ahead and say it.
3: I was going to say the old adage of uh, those who forget history are doomed to repeat it. And what are we doing in our in our own country? This goes along with it. Uh they took down statues, and now they're talking about taking down statues of daggone, uh Washington. They're talking about taking down statues of uh, um, other founders. It, it, it's ridiculous. And uh, it, it's not going to stop. And, and honestly, I don't think it can stop. But no. Impeachment's not a good plan, and they're going to find that out because it's, it's sort of sad that they are – they're pushing this agenda.
0: Honestly, <clears throat> it's funny because the Alaskan and Chad—I I was telling about how a florist came to the door earlier before the show, and Clyde was hungry. And unfortunately, Clyde kind of did the florist in. But the Alaskan said, uh, "How sad that the blood of the florist is all over the studio." And I said, "Yeah, it is sad. It's—we're you know, going to have to contact Surf Pro uh, to come in and clean up. You know, like it never happened." Hey, I wonder can we get Surf Pro to clean up elections? probably not. Here's a great story from Newsweek. It's like this came out of nowhere, but it came out uh, just uh, about a week ago. The headline is Hillary Clinton has more people betting that she'll be the 2020 Democrat nominee than any of the actual candidates. A UK bookmaker is saying that more betters, at one of the major British bookmakers are backing Hillary Clinton to be the Democrat Party's 2020 nominee than they are any of the candidates actually running in the race, giving her, they're giving her better odds of winning than Senator Cory Booker. Uh, He's going to be gone in a while. And Beto O'Rourke, so will he, among others. You can't write this stuff, Kaiser Schaff. You can't write this stuff.
3: The odds makers in Vegas are actually pushing a Clinton Warren ticket. They they filled it. A, it's going to be a Clinton Warren ticket on the Democrat side. Pussy power. What, you know, and then and that's what they think is going to happen.
0: Isn't Isn't that interesting? Well, first, let's go back to the impeachment because I want to have your right. thoughts on it. Um, I first and foremost will the House. Uh, be able to wangle enough roads, uh, votes to impeach uh, President Trump, do you think?
3: Yeah, I think the House will, then it'll go to the Senate for a uh, trial, and I'm, I'm sure that's going to get soundly trounced. You have enough uh, right-punching Republicans that'll jump over and vote with the Democrats. You'll I think have you'll some. have some... Uh, yep, you will. You'll have some, some Democrats that might break party lines, but... Uh, if you remember, I can't think of her name. She was from uh, Maine. She didn't vote for something. I can't remember. And everybody saying goodbye to her. And she was voted out. And that was, that was back during Clinton. She uh-huh. voted against something on Clinton. I can't think of her name now. Yeah, you're
0: right. I, I, face. I, I can't yeah. think of that name either. But i I think that Newt Gingrich has a massive point. And if I knew how to edit videos together, either on YouTube or in video itself, I, I could put together a 30-second to a 60-second commercial with all of the stupid audio clips of things Democrats have said over the past, well, since 2016, about Donald Trump. And that would be enough to sink any and every Demorat extant. Period. End of statement. I don't have any of those skills at all. I all right. concur with you. I think they are going to pass that in the House. I think it will go to the Senate. The Senate will be a little close, and it will again depend on how many people escape the Democrats to go over to cross the aisle and how many rhinos cross the aisle over to the the rats side. And it, it will not go anywhere. I think the Senate will ultimately nix that, but I cannot help but think that it's going to play as a massive plus for Donald Trump. And I truly do think you're going to see Trump 2020. You're going to get the Oval Office. You're going to keep the Senate. You're going to retake the House. And so let me ask you this question. The, the most recent incident where I can recall all three portions of government owned by the Republicans was back under George Bush. But I said then, and I, say, I will continue to say now, that the Republicans are essentially spineless, and when finally they get into power, they have no idea what to do with that power. Kaiserschef, do you think President Trump, OMB, Orange Man Bad, the guy with the dead orange cat on his head, has any compunction whatsoever against using all of the power that are that he acquires from the the bully pulpit, the Oval Office, and the House and the Senate. Do you think he'll have a major hesitancy to use or wield any of that power?
3: No, I don't think so. I think he will not be a lame duck at all. He will be no, oh no, um, oh, oh, no. The, Senate in the House, <laughs> they will. I mean, the funniest part about the whole impeachment garbage is they're also trying to say that. Uh, they need to impeach Kavanaugh again. Uh, somehow somebody yeah. uh, shoved his penis. You know, it's not theirs. They shoved his penis into a woman's hand. Uh, even the woman said that didn't happen. She doesn't remember it. But they're still going with it. I oh, mean, she, it, 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 yeah, there's it, no end to their stupidity.
0: There, There's no end to their insanity. It all gets down to one thing. They have not transformed. They've not stepped from one 24-hour period into another 24-hour period. They are still back on November 8th of 2016. They still do not recognize, November 9th of 2016, that Hillary Clinton did not win the presidential election. Mike in chat uh, says, and thank you very much for this, Mike says, BZ, the name of the senator that got voted out was Olympia Snow. That's it. That's it. Thank you very much for that, Mike. One of the, again, one of the reasons that bc's chat room is so stellar and august. So Kaiser coming into 2020, let's say on November 8th of 2020, November 9th of 2020, what do you think the outcome will be plus Kaiser Schuff, what will be social media doesn't really have much to do with it, but will we see the kind of raucous and chaos that we saw after the first election of Donald Trump? How will the nation handle the second term of OMB?
3: Um, I know how I'd like to have them handle it. Everybody just like when Obama won, you didn't see people acting a fool. You know, I remember I just carried on with my day. I didn't give a crap. Um, uh, but uh, just because your guy, went it's become tribal,
4: in all honesty,
3: it's become very tribal, very divided. Uh, he comments on a uh, comment that was made by a journalist, and they say that Trump wants civil war. No, that's not what he said. No, he was quoting a journalist, and uh, there's just no end to every every thing he says will become some sort of, uh, I don't know, some sort of a signal to somebody or something. And actually, it's not that way. He's pretty open and honest. And I think the people understand and respect that. I mean, it is kind of refreshing that if people say he's corrupt on stuff. Well, you don't. He's a Manhattan billionaire builder and a Democrat who people in rap, star, rap songs used to emulate and want to be like And after he changes to the Republican Party instantly, orange man bad. It's amazing to me.
0: No, it is. Didn't see this coming. Trump was not my guy. Wanted to vote for Ted Cruz when I saw that everything went over to Trump. My choice was binary. And the binary choice was clearly simple. Very, very simple. I either go OMB or I go Hillary Clinton. Uh, if I if I write up, yes, I am, Mike, if I go anywhere else, then my vote doesn't mean GURP, nothing, nowhere. So I voted for Trump. So everything. I
3: want to too.
0: And I, I said to myself that essentially getting Trump and then if he appoints uh, some good SCOTUS people, that's all I care about. Now, the, yep. the fact that Trump did so much more on top of that, and I literally have 30 pages that I can read to you folks, because I still have the article printed out of all of the things positive that he's done for this nation and that he loves our military and that he loves our law enforcement officers, which is the exact opposite of leftist, Democrats and the American media maggots. Right. Everything else that he's done is gravy. It's absolute gravy. I think we got time for one more maybe two more articles or topics to talk uh, with you about Kaiser. Cool. There is major deep state panic. Um on two points one we're we're talking about um uh, the guy the the attorney who's investigating all all the stuff, and I named him earlier. I can't think of his name, and also Durham. Durham, thank you. and also Barr. and there's an article from Barr that says indicating that there's a deep state panic right now, a g. Bill Barr has already and you didn't hear about this folks i wonder why bill barr has already met with british and italian intel officials about the investigation involving obama's spying their administration spying on the trump campaign uh tell you what we'll get back to that but for right now i think uh mike has called in mike uh what do you have to say tonight sir
5: well, you, you're right about the winning aspect and uh, uh, and how the how the uh, Republicans treat winning. You know, remember what he said. Remember what Orange Man Bad said about getting tired of winning. You're Are you going to get tired of winning? Well, that's the thing. He's been winning, and I haven't gotten tired of it. And and as a, as far as I'm concerned, he's going to win that election, and he's going to have coattails enough to flip the house. I believe that's why why we're we're saying that she's going to want the Democrats going to want to get this inquiry started before probably before Thanksgiving,
0: you know, I think the newest thing, Mike Kaiser, you correct me if I'm wrong. I think the newest thing I heard on news, because every once in a while I listen to CNN, you know, you got to know what the enemy's thinking. I think they said that they're going to begin the proceedings as early as sometime this month, so mike you may you may be right about that. Have you guys heard anything about the uh the beginning of the hearings?
3: Yeah, I heard that they were gonna do it as soon as they got back from uh this autumn recess or whatever they called it the two weeks, yeah, so I wouldn't doubt it.
0: Isn't that funny? They go away for six weeks, they're here for about three weeks, then they're going to go away for two more weeks again. How crazy is that? Mike, I'm with you, though, because I believe, and I think, if I'm not mistaken, Mike, did you not say something similar last week to, in Louisiana, it's probably all going to fall to the Republican and or Trump side?
5: Right, that's right, and he the the guy John Bell Edwards and by the way you you mentioned a quote about a dead boy a a dead girl and a live boy that was Edwin W. Edwards that said that
3: oh okay all right
5: thank you very much yeah so yeah yeah it's gonna follow to now when that there's a there's a district out of New Orleans that's drawing very very weirdly a house district that there's it's the only Democrat district in Louisiana, the only one, and it's, it's one of these weirdly drawn districts. I guess I guess you might have one in your state, Kaiser, and probably you too, BZ, more than one. It's one of these weirdly drawn House districts that, you know, it's on one side of a river and then on another side of a river, or whatever, whatever it is, but that's this, this guy uh, – there's a, it's a black Democrat that's out of that district, that's been in that district since, oh, it was a Republican that held that district before that by the name of Cal, Gal, you know, that that he he had beaten, you know. So he's probably going to lose this that district once they redistrict that thing.
3: Very interesting. Didn't, Go ahead, Geyser. Didn't somebody in Louisiana... I think it was uh Jefferson something. Uh he was the one who was caught with like a couple hundred thousand dollars uh by the FBI in his freezer. Yeah, he called uh, it okay. <laughs> I, remember cool cash, yeah.
0: I remember that. I remember that.
3: Louisiana has always not- been corrupt, my brother.
5: Yeah, that was there was, a, there, was a, there was another guy in Baton Rouge who was a state house member that got caught uh with uh with a with somebody paying him in a brown paper bag and I call him bag of cash you know
3: <laughs> nice
5: but yeah that, these,
3: that's class
5: that that, that that type of stuff happens all the time and there are, there are a lot of people in Louisiana that wish New Orleans would kind of fall into the sea
0: it almost has of, a couple of times
5: they almost got, got their has, wish has. yeah yeah you're right but because of hey wait all the all the crap that comes out of there with their mayors and the crookedness of the police department and all that stuff that people wish that it would just, you know, fall into the sea.
0: Yeah. I remember mayor, well, mayor Nagin and the chocolate city yeah, and the chocolate yeah, city yeah, that, yeah. that left oh, and him. And, of course, and they all reason, went to Houston.
5: The, the recent mayor had, had a point of, well, the, he didn't want to, the the the, uh, the pumps that keep the city from drowning yeah. had stopped pumping. Had, had stopped being able to pump it. He didn't want to fix them. He didn't want to spend the money to fix them.
0: Well, there's a good policy. I guess he really he does want... want new orleans to to plummet into the sea or have new orleans completely subsumed by the sea because if i'm not mistaken it's the levees
5: they have have a different they have a different problem than what old bz has bz has the sulfur problem coming from two miles west of you right bz
0: well i'm two miles east of the bill mill
5: yeah of the bill mill the sulfur the sulfur factory right
0: yeah, that's true. It's the locus of evil. That's very true.
5: But yeah, you have a different problem. We're south. We're I'm two hours north of New Orleans and two hours, about a half hour east, west of Baton
0: Rouge. Now you're insulated. Is, you're pretty well right. insulated. Hey, thanks, well, Mike. I appreciate it, that sir. Is
5: our, that is our capital. Baton Rouge is our capital, and that's where the seat of government is. You know, the government, the governor and the state Senate and the state House, you know. Very true. So, yeah.
0: Yep. All righty. Thank you, Michael.
3: You remember so, the Democrats back then, BZ, were saying that uh, George Bush steered the uh, hurricane to to specifically harm the citizens of New Orleans. Remember that? Yeah hi jinx
0: yeah hi hi jinx speaking of as i was uh talking earlier about this new information about uh, the deep state going nuts uh where bill barr is meeting with british and italian intel officials and he's investigating as he said he would the obama administration spying on the trump campaign there was a tweet that kind of started this from uh, former Trump campaign advisor George Papadopoulos, who was never charged or never really thrown in the pokey, uh, he tweeted out last Friday that Attorney General Bill Barr is on official business in Italy, and that suggests that Italian officials officials are working with the U.S. in uh, that they were working with deep state officials under the Obama admin in 2016 to set up Trump campaign officials. I find that very interesting. Deep State, once again, and still when you think about it, and, and you do have to think about it, consider this with all of the machinations working against OMB, Donald John Trump, the guy with the dead orange cat on his head, and still they couldn't install Hillary Clinton in the oh my god yeah. how stupid are you but i gotta see this kaiser you brought up an interesting point that i had not considered and i should well first let me ask you this i believe that joe biden is toast i believe at this point unless somebody else comes around the corner when they come that focahontas is going to be it so far and if you believe it's an if-then equation if you believe that focahontas is going to be it for the dems although nothing is certain yet i mean it's 2019 it's only october if that then as you indicate would she grab hillary clinton as vice president and you truly believe that is that correct
3: me, yeah. I think, uh, it, I think it'd be in reverse, though. She would abdicate, just like Bernie was forced to. That's what they're doing. They're doing a Bernie to Joe right now. Uh, and that's why a lot of the deep states turning against Joe. And that's why he was lashing out about Giuliani. But uh, I do believe that uh, they'll name Warren... I do believe that, and then uh, Clinton, she'll name Clinton, and then she'll say, oh, but this time, two of us women together, we can make it, and she'll say, Hillary, wouldn't you love to be the presidential candidate, and of course Hillary would be like, oh, I'm so embarrassed, thank you so much, yes, I'll do that for the nation. I think that's how it's going to roll. So you, we'll see. So, <laughs> like you said,
4: nothing's done yet.
0: So it's not impossible that people that are betting in the UK at this point are saying that it's it's eminent that Hillary Clinton, Hillary Clinton, may come back again, and they're betting on her stepping in for 2020. How astounding! Kaiser Schuff, thank they're, you ever so kindly they're for doing being it in here.
3: Vegas too, brother
0: oh my god they're
3: doing it in vegas too brother oh my god bless god. man i'm glad that you had me out tonight we had fun
0: thank you very very much um kaiser thanks and uh very appreciate all your time the uh two hours and let's see it's almost uh one o'clock where you are right now so thanks for staying up late too kaiser kaiser Schuff, bz i'm the zeppelin Tomorrow, Sackheads Against Tyranny, a real chat
10: show.
5: Monsieur, <laughs>
0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, thanks for listening to the Bloviating Zeppelin's Berserk Bobcat Saloon Radio Show, live and direct right here from the SHR, the sumptuous, palatial, and resplendent SHR Media Studios, where I was, and I'm still for a minute or two, broadcasting behind enemy lines in California. If you want to contact me, you can find me on Twitter at bzep, at B-Z-E-P, or my blog, bloviatingzeppelin.net. Promotional consideration, AsperNormal, is by the Lockheed Martin Skunk Works and also by Pratt & Whitney Engines Thrust. You can trust. Tiaras are by My Little Pony. Thanks to my personal KC-135 Kettle 1 Refueling Team contingent, with whom I will be consorting in less than one hour bank on it. Thanks to Kaiser again for being here for the entire show. Thanks to you for listening live. Thanks to everybody for being in chat. Thanks for listening in podcast. I appreciate the time that everybody takes to listen to me live or later, being in chat, etc. God bless. Take care. Be safe. Chat show tomorrow night. How do I know? I'm going to be in it. See ya.
3: Down now and get some sleep.
12: Good night, everybody. Good night, Mama. Night, Ben. Good night, everyone. Good night, Mama. Good night, Daddy. Good night, children. Good night, Daddy. Good night, Elizabeth. Good night, John Boy. Good night, Jim Bob. Good
0: night, Jim Bob.
12: Good night,
5: Jim Bob.
15: What's going on? I was asleep. What's everybody doing? Good night. Good night, Jim Bob.